I realize that there are times that we're not so happy or we are busy, overwhelmed, um, not at a place where we can sacrifice all the time. But we have to make sure that those times that we are and what we are doing, that we're showing our little ones their high value, high value. Um, I know I deal with a lot of people that I minister to or mentor who have low self-esteem. And I think that that's where the low self-esteem comes in is because of somewhere along the line, they've missed uh, the understanding of their value, their high value, the value of who they are and the value of what God um, thinks of them or thinks of us. God thinks so highly of us that it's unbelievable. I think we don't even realize how much God loves us. And so then... Our next one is picturing a future or identifying or teaching them to identify a particular uh, destiny or future, a path, a plan for themselves. And so we've got to learn to teach them that we uh, have a high expectation because they're so valuable, because they're so intelligent, because they're so special. That there is an expect, expected place, an expectation of success for our children. So the picture that's in our mind has to be clear. We have to focus on it. We have to understand it. We have to accept it. We have to believe in it first. I, I'm a firm believer that you can't sell something that you don't believe in. And so once you believe in it uh, faithfully, then you will... Uh, be able to share with your children um, their value, their acceptance, and you'll help them to see that picture, that special picture of their future and where it is that you are grooming them to be successful in or to reach. And let your commitment, here's my last one under the elements of blessing, um, let your commitment to them be genuine. Always be genuine. Don't be a carbon copy of anyone, anything. Uh, you might have a neighbor, a friend, family member who their children are successful. Or maybe even yourself. You may have more than one child and one of your children are successful. And you have another one. And you expect for that second one to be just as successful. But your commitment to them has to be genuine. To let them and allow them to be the best them that they could possibly be. And not to just say words that are empty, but live off out the words that you are trying to get them to see and to understand and walk with them in the path until they're able to walk in that path alone uh, or in their own strength. I'm a firm believer of that and that we've got to love our little ones to the manifestation of who they are, where they're going and be authentic. That's the word. Be authentic. Um, I'm going to go back. Number one, share with them appropriate and meaningful touch. Number two, speak words of love and acceptance. Number three, show them first. You see their value and then show them their high value. Show every child how valuable they are to you and that they should be to themselves. Next, picturing a special future for them. Show them where you believe they will end up, that they're expected in. It's great for them and that you 
believe in their ability to be successful. Then have a genuine commitment, be authentic in your commitment. Don't just say a bunch of words to them. Live out what you're saying to them and really believe that they're able to reach the place or the destiny in which they're heading. So what a blessing could look like from your children or your child's perspective. Okay. What does it look like on your child's end rather? Well, although we just talked about the elements of being a blessing, we talked about the definition of a blessing. Listen, as long as we are unique and we interpret the the blessings or the elements of being a blessing or the elements of blessing in um, a formula of one, two, three, or this step, we will master it. And then we move to the next step. But we got to know that each element is meaningful. Each element, we are committed to walk through the path with them in each element. Until we build that closeness with them and show that we're caring. And I know that some people say, isn't this just uh, 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 um, information that comes naturally? Not for every parent. Not for every parent. Every parent are uh, have not been taught by their parent that these steps of blessing your child are uh, very imperative in them for them to be successful in their future. Because we can't skip any of the elements. We can't skip any of the principles because if you do, you're going to lack somewhere or they're going to miss something in their lives. And that's something that we just don't want to do. So you want to go in a one, two, three step or formula and not skip any of the elements of your development or building that attachment in a very powerful closeness and caring way. For example, like my oldest daughter, uh, has a, a very enthusiastic personality, uh, an appropriate touch to her. Looks like, oh, mom, uh, I got to call you every day. I, I need to speak with you. Even when she was in college, she was that way. I got to speak to you every day. Uh, I want to make sure when I call you, pick up the phone. These are her favorite words. Pick up the phone, mom. I need to know you're okay. And so um, she's not the kind of person that you can just dash in and out of her life. You can't just give her a little bit here and there. It's consistent. You have to be consistent. Whereas my youngest, she'll come and she'll talk and then she'll fade for a week. She'll fade for two weeks. She'll fade and it's okay. But when she comes back, she wants to get that closeness, that genuineness, that commitment to her. And she thinks that nothing should ever change, even though she's so different from the other one. And they have their own uniqueness. Uh, both of them with me have high value. I respect their their personality, their characters. Um, it, they're beautiful and they're different in their own way. Um, as we, as I was rearing them up, I dress them the same. I buy them the same clothes, same shoes, same hair bows. Until one day, they begin to explain to me how they have their own personalities, their own way, and they prefer to be different and to be themselves. And so, as a mother, I had to hear that, and I had to receive that, and I had to be okay with it. But that didn't change my appropriate or meaningful touch with them. It didn't change my words to them and love and acceptance for them. It didn't change the value that I see in both of them. It did not change uh, my picture for their successful future. 
It didn't change the uh, genuine or authentic commitment that I have for them. It didn't change my words or my love for them. I just realized I had to allow them to be who they are. And now with my grand boys um, that are all here, because I have four, to live away, you know, kind of far from me. And I don't get to see them every day. But nothing is more important than their existence because I love them all the same. I have my own touch with each one of them, my own personal touch within each one of them, and my own way of dealing with each one of them to let them know that I love them all the same. Now, as their age changes, so should your way of blessing them change, your way of touching them change, your way of uh, of relating their high value to them change. But your commitment and your genuineness in it should always remain the same. Okay? So, you've got children like me. My grandboys are all preschoolers. And you got to stay there. My eldest grandson is about to become a kindergartner. And I got to show him that I love him and my expectation for him to be successful in his future the exact same way. I can't take things away from him. I can't try to keep him being a toddler when he's becoming, I mean, an infant when he's becoming a toddler, which he's eventually going to move on into the next phase of his life. I've got to find ways to love him as he develops and as the world changes for him. I've got to mature And I've got to remain committed to him to show them in each phase of their life that grandma's still here. My meaningful touch is never going to change. Except I can't see um, me playing with the foot of a teenager. But if he wants me to hold his finger, I will only walk in the grocery store. If he wants me to pinch his toes when he's laying on the couch and I'm baking cookies, I will. Um, if my little one wants me to play with his chocolate chip and he's a grown man, I will, but it's got to be an appropriate and a meaningful touch and to be appropriate. That would be where that being appropriate would, um, really come into play. What comes in play in their entire life? Meaning that you've got to respect their boundaries, respect, you know, who they are and respect their genders and respect that physical touch. It has to be appropriate. At all times and on all levels. All children expect for us to grow with them, to understand them, to love them, and not to demand more from them than they can provide or give to us. So my concern today is how a lot of children have been and are being overlooked Um, and therefore they're being left to develop their own insight into being successful, left to carry out and accept out of their own understanding what success looks like. I don't want to go too much. I don't want to go too far and I don't want to overwhelm you. So I want to stop right there. With the elements of blessing our children, the elements of bonding and blessing our children. This topic 
elements of bonding. It's going to teach us how to bond, how to stay connected, how to hold on to your babies, how to always let them know no matter whether, no matter where you are, how close you are physically. They could be living in another state, another country. But once you develop the elements of bonding, the elements of the entry of the blessed life to bring them to an expected end, they will never, ever deter. They will never forget it. They will always build on the foundation of the bonding and the blessing that you have laid in their lives and have placed in their repertoire, their spirit man, knowing that you will always be committed to their success. A lot of people ask the question, why was Jesus Christ so successful, dedicated to carrying out the will of God? Here is the answer. Jesus knew that at the end or once he reaches his expected end, God had a place, a plan for him where he would be successful for the rest of his existence. His father had planned for him to always be a blessing to those who would encounter him. He would always be a resource for mankind. He would always be the head and never the tail. I'm so grateful that God has chosen us to be his people. I'm grateful that God loves us so much that he sacrificed his son. I'm thankful that God never left us. He never had any plans to forsake us, but to always, always, always be with us. So think about it. We serve the creator of the universe. We serve the mighty God. We serve the God that no man, no woman, no spirit will ever discredit. We serve the greatest of the greatest, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We're going to talk about in our next podcast, blessing our seed and affirming our children. This is Dr. T of Memra School of Ministry. And I pray today that you've enjoyed our podcast, Grooming a Successful Generation. God bless you and heaven smile upon you. And I pray that you'll join us next week for our topic of Grooming a Successful Generation. Blessing our seeds and affirming our children. You've been blessed and favored. Father, we thank you that the seed that you've released into the lives of your people 
will be successful and will spring up to everlasting life. Thank you for being our God and allowing us to be your people. We ask this in all things. In Jesus' mighty, holy name we pray. Amen and amen. This is Dr. T at Menron School of Ministry. And how about you? Are you grooming your seed for a successful and expected end that is second to none? If not, keep listening. Keep receiving the insight and the understanding that your God has released your seed. We're headed somewhere. Stay on board as Mimra takes you to that place. Be blessed and favored.